Yo, what's up? Welcome to another episode of Demo Listen. I'm Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host Nathan. We do a very simple podcast in which we listen to punk, hardcore, metal, and adjacent music that people send in to us. It's typically our first time hearing the releases in question, and we just honestly react to whatever it is that we're hearing. We're not striving to make objective value judgments or be professional critics. Uh, We just strive to put music in front of you, encourage you to engage with it however you see fit. If you like something, even if we diss it, we encourage you to go out, purchase physical copies of it, go see bands live, all of that good stuff. The format of the show is equally simple. We have 10 user-submitted bands in the queue every week. We roll some dice, and we usually get through between five and seven of them randomly selected, and we just talk about what we hear, as well as other uh, various ephemera and bullshit. Uh, I'm a little bit phlegmy because I just scarfed down a bunch of KFC Beyond Chicken Nuggets that I waited for 35 minutes to be underwhelmed by. It, it looked like a family-sized portion. That was a, a hell of a meal. I didn't even touch the fries. Yeah. They just threw in extra fries because they made me wait for, like, almost 40 minutes for my meal. Yeah. Um, I was talking to you beforehand, too. I'll just address anyone because since we do a punk and hardcore podcast, I'm sure that we have vegan listeners in our in our uh, listenership. Um, you know, I've seen a lot of people justifying uh, why it's actually good that KFC has has, you know, Beyond Nuggets. And it's not good on any level. It's just really convenient. And it's actually kind of a perfect microcosm for why uh, when you see people talking big about, like, uh, making a change and revolting and uh, establishing a more uh, egalitarian society, nobody really wants that, right? Because at the end of the day, we just want to be able to get nuggies. We just want to be able to get nuggies at KFC. <laughs> Those nugs really got your ire up, man. <laughs> they don't have you're, my. You're feeling you're feeling a, a way about it now. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's just one of those things where it's like, uh, you you just like I said to you, it it is objectively on balance. It is a bad thing that corporations co-opt like green and like eco movements and repackage them and put the onus on the individual. Uh, to be the the person with who, the person whom is bearing the weight of an environmental change, and not like the corporations and um, like the the private lobbyists that make sure that nothing good ever happens to yeah. anybody, right? So it's not a good thing. But that said, I long ago abandoned any sort of hopefulness, political, ideological hopefulness, or whatever. So I'm going to get the nugs. You know what I mean? I'm just saying it's a neutral thing. You don't have to justify it. You know what I mean? Just eat the nugs and be silent about it. I guess it's a neutral thing. It's a fully neutral thing, right? right. Yeah, exactly. It's just a. It's purely just a reflection of the culture in which we live. Yeah. So I don't really have any notes uh, this week because I've been a. Uh, I've been a busy little boy. Oh, I did have one note actually. I'll I'll, I'll check uh, check on this real quick. Um, oh yeah, so uh, the band Boss, um, who we really really enjoyed, but lamented not doing any, you know, their output being minimal and doing like two songs seven inches, which is uh, an indictable offense for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's got members of uh, Reeks, uh, Chubby and the Gang, Arms Race, Violent Reaction, as well as Jonah Falco. Right. So. I, I didn't realize that at the time, but I assumed that there were probably members of other bands that we all know and like. Sure, and um, mostly British. And mostly British, right, with a little bit of, a little bit of French thrown in there for good measure. Sure. So, um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, that explains why that band is, is so fucking good. So, yeah. um, other than that, I really, don't, I really don't have anything this week. I, I haven't been paying attention to the world. It's just passed me by silently as I've kept my nose to the grindstone doing my own stuff. Uh, you got anything to, anything to address this week, or should we just jump, jump right into it? No, I'm just... Uh, we're, I'm, we're returning to class this week. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and um, my my job allows me to avoid people pretty much altogether. Sure. Um, and the past few semesters, it's been uh, 
kind of similar, you mm-hmm. know, because we do the online thing. Sure. And now we're going back to in-person, for, like, for sure, in-person instruction. Right. Because, um, you know, everybody's just kind of, like, over. Yeah, sure. Over it. <laughs> right, yeah. And uh, now, so so I'm, I'm almost positive that I, I will be COVID positive within the next six weeks. At some point, for sure, yeah. So I'm just waiting for that. Yeah, it's coming. I'm trying to get myself in peak health right. beforehand. Yeah. So that uh, I don't... Uh, end up on a ventilator in a rotating bed. For sure. Well, as long as you get the new variant, you should be good. And that uh, it looks like the CDC saying that accounts for about 80% of new cases. Well, we'll see. So you'll probably, you'll probably be I, right. Here's the thing. I either want the best one mm-hmm. or the worst one. No in between. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to live. <laughs> right, right. I don't, I, don't, I don't want it to like, <laughs> I don't want it to be bad, but I, I live. Right. And then I don't smell and taste anything and like my physical capacity is reduced the rest of my life for me. Sure. I got like, you know, uh, I don't know, uh, endocarditis yeah sure you know or some sort of immune disorder going on i either wanted to kill me out right right or no big deal sure yeah. <laughs> i uh i i'm i'm chilling i had it and i was all right and i'm yeah. all right although i will say uh zavin my girlfriend uh still cannot fully taste or smell yeah so that i know somebody that got it a year ago and they can't like at all at all yeah because i i know a few people a few because i i didn't I wasn't sure how real that was. Like I, I knew it was real on on some level, but I don't trust people's self reportage typically, uh, and I especially don't trust it when it's done uh, on the internet in a place that can garner a lot of interaction and and uh, you know big serotonin and uh, chemi- good chemical brain dumps. You, you pretty much can't trust anything anymore. Sure, right, exactly. So when I got it and I actually full full stop couldn't smell or taste anything at all. Uh, that was the first moment that I actually believed that people people weren't lying about it. Uh, it yeah, I mean, I knew, I knew there was a thing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if it uh, if it affects, like, nerves and neurons, yeah. it can take a long-ass time to come back. Yeah, for sure. And that's how your sense of smell works. It's uh, right. like taste. There's, like, you know, epithelial tissue that has a sensory cells, and who cares, right? Sure. But uh, smell, it's a neuron doing the detection. But at least you wouldn't be able to smell shit. That's true. That's but, an upside. <laughs> I wouldn't be able to smell uh, beautiful spring flowers, that's, fresh baked bread. <laughs> that's also yeah, that's also cinnamon true. rolls, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, the downside I wouldn't be able to pull my laundry out and hold it up to my nose and huff it yeah. like they do in the commercials. <laughs> I do that sometimes. I I fucking pisses me off every time I see one. Like who the fuck does that? Who the fuck grabs their laundry and then blissfully holds it up to their face and goes? <laughs> to smell all the fucking chemicals that they soak their clothes in. <laughs> It smells nice. I don't think it smells it's nice, nice to take a big huff of, oh, a, of a pillowcase. When I worked a while. when I worked at the grocery store and had to stock that shit, I oh god, I hated working in that aisle. But anyway, no, I don't have anything else going on. Okay, cool. So uh, I, let's let's uh, do something that I said that we would do last week uh, because I forgot to do it up top, and that's the only way that it, it kind of makes sense to do it because otherwise it just gets shoehorned into the end of the episode. So let's uh, shout out the uh, the various new Patreon subscribers. Uh, we've got uh, Keenan at the ten dollar tier. We've got Carms at the $5 tier, Brian at the $5 tier, Brody Nagel. Uh, I didn't mean to say your last name. Sorry, I doxed you, Brody. Uh, we got Brody at the $5 tier, and then uh, Joey also at the $5 tier. Joey's someone who I it's been difficult to suss out what his relationship to the show is because he, he posts in um, the Demolition Facebook group pretty frequently, and he seems to think that we're the, the dumbest two men breathing on the planet. Might be. Which might very well be the case, um, but he he's 
evidently he sees fit to give us five bucks a month. So thanks, thanks, well, Joey. You know, he's the smartest man on the planet. Yeah, for sure. Um, he j just a couple days ago posted a, a pop song in the group and said, "This is uh, this is objectively better than whatever knuckle dragging hardcore stuff you're you're listening to." So I think it's confirmed, Joey. You're the smartest guy out there. Yep. Um, that's one of the most classic galaxy brain takes that has persisted in subculture. I think probably since the beginning. Which Not, is, you can't refute it. Right. You just can't refute it. Right? Super smart. <laughs> Very smart stuff. So we also had a couple uh, a couple old friends rejoin the fold. Um, I think our homie Vomax recently re recently rejoined the Patreon as well as uh, as friend of the show Rich. So thanks to everybody who signed on. If, uh, if hearing us talk even more than you already do for some reason sounds attractive to you, uh, you can join at patreon.com slash demo listen podcast. Five bucks and up will get you access to everything that we've ever uploaded. We try to uh, upload two new episodes every month. Ten dollars and up will get you get you access to that, plus all the tapes that we put out. Um, yeah, thanks to everybody who's uh, subscribed. Thanks to everybody who sticks with us on there, and we should have a new episode up uh, sometime within the next week, hopefully. Um, what uh, what am I seeing a picture of over here? A picture of Iron Maiden. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Doesn't it, it look is. like an ad for the Lord of the Rings or the <laughs> Hobbit or something? Yeah, but like a stage show of Lord they, of the Rings. Their heads look big and their bodies look small. Yeah, 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 for anyway, sure. that's all I was looking at. I wonder if that's an effect of uh, the way that picture is edited or of like just their aging frail bodies. <laughs> I don't know, but it looks really weird. It, it seriously looks like uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah, it does for sure. Um, so yeah, there you go. Uh, join the Patreon. Give us some money so we can put out more cool tapes and stuff. Speaking of which, the Kong Kong tape is, uh, I think we've got four or five copies left. So if you want one, get one. I know I've said that like the last five episodes, but now we're really, really down to the last one. So this, uh, yeah, this will be sold out in, in no time flat because orders have been in, uh, still trickling in with some consistency over the past couple of weeks. So thanks to everybody who ordered one of those. Um, let's, uh, let's jump right into the queue. So First up, we have a band called Oust with Never Trust a Politician, a wise word of advice, a band from uh, Amsterdam in the Netherlands. This was sent in by John from the band The Path, his uh, semi-weekly, or at least at this point, semi-regular uh, international submission. Then we've got Pharmacist with Feeling Young. Uh, it's a split with the band Fluids, who we had on the show previously. This is a band from Japan. It was submitted by Tyler Hammer. He said he would normally never think to send in Gore Grind to the podcast, but that in this case it is possibly the best early cannibal, uh, the best early carcass worship that he's ever heard. Okay. Then we have a band who uh, whose name I'm just going to do my best to pronounce: Halbauer, H A A L B U A E R. I heard this yesterday. Very oh. good. Okay, cool. This is uh, Mortal Ones Scream in Horror. This uh, came out on Caligari Records, so I'm sure it's good. This was sent in by Jay from Cold Brats. I think he said this band is Norwegian. Then we have got For Your Health with In Spite Of. Uh, this is a band from Columbus, Ohio. It was sent in by a local friend of ours, John Fett. This is a band who I think got a fuck ton of play this year. I think broadly speaking, they're like in the in the screamo world. Um, I, ironically, I think that I maybe did a write-up for this band because <laughs> I do like press releases and stuff, <laughs> but I don't think I actually know what they sound like for sure. That That's uh, really selling yourself <laughs> and, and the band you do write-up for. Well, so, uh, the thing is, like, I just ask for all of the, the necessary info uh, from, like, their PR person or whoever, like, hey, give me all the info you want included or whatever and give me the new release so I can listen to it and if it's something that I don't like, I'll listen to it while I'm writing the piece and I'll just basically, I'll take you, if it's something I really don't like, I'll basically take the opposite of whatever I feel and just say that. 
and I'll, I'll even highlight the parts that I really dislike about the music and say that those parts are actually very good. Right. Right. You know, like, wow, you know, the, the, if, if like, for example, a band's just jumping from riff to riff and it doesn't work, I'll be like, you'd be giving away craft secrets (laughs) like this. Who cares, man? (laughs) I'll just be like the very, the variability in riffs from that this band is presenting on this record will keep you enthralled and guessing from second to second what they're going to do next. It's, you know, that kind of thing where really I'm like, holy shit, figure out a part. So if it's something that I don't particularly love, it just, it's not that I haven't heard it's, it, it, you know, I may have heard this band. I don't even know if I did a write-up for this band, but I'll just say like it exits my brain the minute I'm done with the write-up. Right. You know what I'm okay. saying? So okay. I know I've done a, a write-up for at the very least a band in this general circle of of like folks in well, the uh, scene. You'll probably get a lot of business now. <laughs> that, you know. Yeah, for sure. People hear about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 no doubt. Um, I, I mean, I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty. Uh, I'm pretty transparent about that stuff anyway. Yeah. I tell people if they're going to make me do a write-up on a pop-punk band, they have to pay me extra. So um, so then we've got uh, Fatal Wound with their demo. I missed this last year, but a, a zillion people submitted this. This was submitted by Eric, TJ, Anthony, my homie Jim sent it to me outside the context of the show. A zillion people sent this in. Every, everybody loves this, evidently. But, oh, it's uh, on Roach Leg, so Yeah, for sure. So that's a, that's a glowing recommendation in and of itself. Then we have got Solemn Lament uh, with their self-titled release. This was sent in by Sam. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to uh, to make of this. I know that uh, DFJ, uh, Boston area dude who has played in a zillion great hardcore bands that you probably know and love from from Boston over the past twenty years or so, plays in this band as well as members of other bands that uh, were name dropped in the email that I didn't recognize off the top of my head. So I have no idea what to expect with this. Then we have got Run Into the Sun with their demo twenty twenty one. And this was sent in by Colton. It's uh, one of his, uh, you know, local submissions. He submits stuff from the uh, general Salt Lake City area. He said that this one is a, um, he, he actually brought something up in the email that I think is, uh, bears repeating. He said that this is a, a for the listeners submission in that he doesn't expect that either of us will like it, but that there are almost certainly people in our listenership who will like it, which is, I think, an interesting and important thing to highlight, which is that, you know, whether or not we're going to enjoy something should really, it, it shouldn't affect your decision to send something into the show essentially at all. Because A, I like being surprised yes. and I don't mind hearing shit that I don't like. Right. Uh, and B, the point of the show isn't, uh, we can just go online and right. listen to things, you know, <laughs> right. as we do. As we do. Often. So right. you're not submitting stuff to us per se. You're submitting stuff to the people who listen to the show. And also, yeah. Um, you know, just hearing shit that you like, yeah. It's kind of like I'm only going to seek out stuff that I like. Uh, sure. Which kind of limits limits your vision. Right, yeah, for sure. Because sometimes something comes across our desk that is... Uh, Catches me off guard. Right, exactly. Where I'm like, I wouldn't normally think to even look for a band that sounds like this because it's a little bit outside my purview. But in fact, this is very good. Right. You know what I mean? That's uh, that's how you expand your tastes and interests. That's how you broaden your horizons. So then we've got Snubnosed with their demo. Uh, this was sent in by uh, Benjamin, who says that eventually uh, they will play in a band that we like, but that this is probably not it. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, we'll see. Uh, then we have got Defense Mechanism with their Def Mech Demo 2021. This was sent in by Samuel. Don't know anything about it. Looks like hardcore. And then last up, we have got Mortiferum with Preserved and Torment. This was sent in by AJ. Uh, they are, I believe, a death metal band out of Olympia. 
Um, heard this this week too. It's really good. I, I have not. Uh, I've not heard this. This just came out in November. It's one that I missed towards the end of last year. So, mm-hmm. um, let's roll the dice. See what's up first tonight. Ten. All right, that's Mortiferum, Preserved in Torment. So you can find this at mortiferum.bandcamp.com. Um, I don't believe a particular song was uh, suggested to us. Uh, looks like they have the first song, Eternal Procession, queued up to play. So we can just go with that. Looks like they uh, all share about uh, about the same runtime, anywhere between like six and eight minutes. So, you know, long death metal type shit. Um, so let's just jump into it. We're going to listen to Eternal Procession by Mortiferum off of Preserved in Torment.
All right, we just heard Eternal Procession by Mortiferum off of Preserved in Torment, which is out on Profound Lore Records, I believe. Mm-hmm. And uh, that is the proper way to utilize an almost seven-minute runtime. There sure. wasn't a second of that where I felt remotely border checked out. No. That was great. No, it's good. Yeah, riff, Solid stuff. Riff after riff. I, I like the... Uh, and this is not just this band doing this, but it's become a little bit more popular in general. I like incorporating uh, funeral doom sensibilities into into modern death metal stuff sure. and blending a lot of old school death metal influences with funeral doom stuff. The the sort of crawling pace and the atmospheric leads and stuff when done well and not not in a masturbatory way, in a way that actually actually serves to enhance like the general atmosphere and ambiance of the track. Sure. I think it works really well. Sure. The juxtaposition between the blasty parts here and the really slow dirgy doomy stuff here works incredibly well this is fucking super super good yeah and i've been like i was telling you while it was playing i've been aware of this band for a minute um dan from anahedonist used to be in this band Mm -hmm. three members of caustic wound are in this band yep um yeah it's solid it's solid shit i was listening to this i think literally what is today sunday yeah yeah i think a friday or something like that driving around yeah it's great uh i I think i think one of the members of, of caustic wound is also in um cerebral rot i think yeah, so, and so it, there's it's a like lot a, of overlap there yeah. because it's also from the same area, right? Yeah, for and sure. you can, yeah, I mean, you can definitely hear a lot of the same. So yeah. think about Cerebral Rot, think about Dan Hedonist, Mortiferum. There's a lot of, bl- and Dan's not in the band anymore, but. Right, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it makes sense. Yeah, this is really good. Uh, this is like, uh, this is one of those things where sometimes you just, we get a band so good that it, it, really speaks for itself there's not a lot that we need to say about this if if you like heavy if you like heavy guitar based music of the metal variety i i can't imagine what you wouldn't like about this you'd have to really be nitpicking you know yeah but you know what people do for sure we do yeah yeah we do for sure we do right yeah yeah. and and i have to say that you know there's there's an entire bizarro universe Mm. of like heavy metal oh for sure Right? Yeah. You go on, like, Blabbermouth or any of the, like, heavy metal new... And I've never heard of a single one of those fucking hardcore heavy metal bands. For sure. Yeah. We've talked about it before. It's like it's like the mirror dimension. Yeah, I've never heard of any... I've never heard of any of them. And they yeah. play anime metal, I guess. Yeah, it's bizarre, dude. Like, you, you, if I go on Lamb Goat at any given time, the only way I will recognize... 75% of the bands being talked about is by seeing people post about them on the internet. Yeah. And only being able to infer what yeah. they sound like, but knowing enough to know that I don't need to investigate further. I, you know, I guess that's what getting old's all about. But yeah. if getting old's all about Mortiferum, I'm into it. Sign me up. Sign me up, <laughs> yeah, right? For sure. This is what I this is what I want to sound like as I'm dying. Yeah, for like sure. Like I just as I'm dying in my bed. Yeah. Right? Yes. And my family, whoever's still alive, if anybody's yeah. even there, maybe the nurse <laughs> is just looking at me, right? Yeah. But I open my mouth and this is the sound that comes out of my mouth. For sure. I would guitars, lo- drums, everything. It's yeah, just yeah. like <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I would love to to horrifyingly impose this on the people that are surrounding me as I shuffle yeah. off this mortal coil. Like I'm laying there in bed, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. laying there in my fucking, you know, yeah, gurney yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Right. The last moments of my life. Sure. And I just open my mouth, and then this sound comes out, yeah, complete, yeah, yeah. like a, like a warbler, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and it just comes out, and then my body just starts to like dry up and fall in on itself. And, <laughs> That's it. Sure. Now I'm thinking about like ways, like I guess just hoping a that anybody's there when I fucking <laughs> when I'm good when I'm going right, yeah. and and b that I have sort of like the, the spiritual resilience and presence of mind to really fuck with them as I'm checking out. You know what I mean? To like go, oh, 
I peed my little pants. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or something. As I'm laying there on my deathbed, you know what I mean? Just yeah. do some shit to really send them into a dizzy, yeah. confuse them. You know what I mean? Just have a little fun with I, it as I, I'm checking I, out. I just want the impossible mind, like the impossible and the mind bending to happen. Like yeah. no matter how I die, mm -hmm. let's say I get hit by a car. Sure. As the car hits me, I open my mouth and the sound <laughs> of this song comes out of my mouth. Yeah, 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 for right? sure. And I just tumble down the street. Sounds like someone threw a fucking boom box down the street that's playing this album. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I mean, basically, yeah, as long as your death is indelibly etched upon the psyche right. of the people who you leave behind, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so this is great. Uh, let's uh, let's roll the dice, see what's up next. That's a, a strong start to the evening. We've been getting, I, I don't know if it's representative of there being more death metal in the world or just that people have figured out that we enjoy death metal on this show, but we've who been getting a lot. doesn't enjoy death metal? Only the, only the weakest, right? <laughs> I know. Like, only what the, the fuck is wrong with you that you don't like death metal? Yeah, for sure, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. All right, uh, Eight. Okay, eight is uh, Snub Nosed, uh, the band that Benjamin, who plays in this band, suspects that we probably won't enjoy, um, but I'm sure some people will. So you can find this at wordsoffire.bandcamp.com, which uh, I believe is the uh, the label that put this out. Uh, the release is uh, Snub Nosed a demo. It came out in September of last year. I think it's uh, pretty pretty far up towards the top of the page if you're looking for it. And uh, the band says that uh, they collectively enjoy the second song on here the most. So we'll go with that one. So we're going to listen to Your Lies by Snubnosed off of their demo. All right. So 
We just heard the song Your Lies by the band Snub Nosed off of their demo. Um, you know, something's really kicked up this young man's ire. Somebody's done something to cross this boy, and they've got they've got another thing coming. There's a comes a time in every young man's life when something's done, someone's done something to cross this boy. Yeah, that's right. right? That's right. Yeah. There comes a time in every young man's life yeah. when your ire gets raised, the balls fizz, mm-hmm. and uh, you just got to break out and get it out of you. You just got to write a song about digging someone a shallow grave and putting the, a 38 in the back right, of their head. The lies. Know? I can't put up with the <laughs> lies anymore. Hey, this, this is, this for me, I, I don't even want to talk about the music. The lies, that much. A society of breaking me down. <laughs> right. This, this is, this is where the, <laughs> the, the sort of thematic crossover between like real sort of fucking twizzy new metal shit and hardcore becomes very apparent where you're just like the lies and the deceit are driving me fucking crazy psycho insane yeah, you know what yeah. i mean let's um you, the through line is apparent and stuff like this we've talked on on this type of music so much on this show i i i don't really feel the need to rehash it you know it's one long breakdown it's real jump the fuck up it's very bouncy it's pulling from stuff that in its infancy and in, in its nascent form i like in this form i really don't like i probably would have when i was 18 i am not if I if I'd have heard that that main riff that mm-hmm. chunky main riff sure in like 1997 sure it's fucking over yeah or make right? it yeah or 2007 that's when, that's for when me, I right? was a young man and people right. had crossed right right and right, I was right. sick of their lives <laughs> yeah for sure right yeah 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 no doubt I mean there was a time in my life when I was sick of the lies of the the deceitful snakes around me you know right. what I mean and right. they were they were gonna get it yeah. Most of them didn't. I can tell I'm you. Not, not a one of them got it so far. <laughs> yeah, not uh, one. I'm keeping track. <laughs> yeah, most of them didn't get it. Uh, get it from me anyway. But you know who did get it? Yeah, me. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I've gotten it in many different right. ways. Right, but but uh, notably, one of the last times that somebody who crossed me and and deceived me and lied to me when I attempted to give it to him, they whooped my ass. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah. I, mean? <laughs> I mean, none of those treacherous fools from my youth have ever gotten what they deserve. Right? Yeah, yeah, no. But I haven't gotten a goddamn thing that I deserve. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So yeah, I don't. You know, I really don't feel compelled to speak on this a ton. I'm sure there are people in our listenership that will like this. I think it was it was competent at what it was going for it's something that just i can't express how much it doesn't appeal to me at all at this point in my so life. I, I will say that this was not um for me anyway mm-hmm. maybe because i couldn't understand every word they were saying sure but to me this wasn't um egregiously knuckle dragging. no sure certainly not and 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 it wasn't like it wasn't leaning into the the it wasn't leaning into full beat down territory it was still bouncy fairly energetic it was clearly hardcore it wasn't trying to be metal shit you know what i mean like it was bouncy beat down adjacent hardcore stuff didn't offend me it just doesn't appeal there to you me go. you handed out some thorns and now you got a rose <laughs> that's right that's right so yo benjamin you were right this isn't this isn't your band that we love i'm sure someday you're gonna fucking you're gonna hit the bullseye and you're gonna Please, two complete fucking morons in a basement in Indiana. Someday you'll stop caring about the lies, the lies and treachery (laughs) all around you. And at that point, you'll transcend. That's right. Yeah, exactly. Five. All right. Five is uh, Fatal Wound with their demo. You can find this at roachlegrecords.bandcamp.com. 
like I said, this has come highly recommended to me by virtually everybody. I know at this point um, it's on Roach Leg, which, like I said at the top of the episode, is is uh, an endorsement in and of itself because they put out a bunch of really cool shit. Um, they have got the, uh, the first song queued up to play, so we're going to go with that. So we're going to hear Pathetic Worm by Fatal Wound off of their demo. heard the song pathetic worm by fatal wound off of their demo fans of warthog protocol ideation armor electric chair what's not to like about this right yeah it's pretty good the only the the, the only the only uh flaw in it is that it just it's starting to all blend together yeah for sure for sure we just there, there's a glut of bands like this this is like it's all good it's all good right but it's virtually indistinguishable yeah for sure for sure that's i mean that is the that is the one downside of having a wave of bands that are largely excellent but also doing a very similar thing is that if you don't get in before a certain point before that like inflection point yep. you're just going to get you might get lost to time i bet I bet you could reorder the songs on this. Mm-hmm. Just call them something different. Put a different cover on this. Mm-hmm. Submit it to us next week. We'd <laughs> yeah. never fucking know. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure, man. Right, and you could and Roach Lake could fucking sell it as a totally different product. I'd probably buy it twice. And you'd never know. Yeah, for sure. I come fucking go go in with um um eleven p.m. Right, Roach Leg and 11 p.m. can trade releases. Sure, rearrange the songs. <laughs> yeah, give them new names. Right, yeah, 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 and double their profits. Yeah, for sure. For sure, yeah. So, so there's the thorn. <laughs> yeah, the thorn is that this stuff is indeed beginning to blend together. Uh, largely, it's just it happens anytime you have a wave of bands that are pulling from the same the same general uh, set of influences. But look, I mean, I would much rather have it be this as the present wave than so many other things that I have lived through and experienced. Sure. You know what I mean? There, I'd rather I'd rather hear a million bands that sound like this. Mm-hmm than uh, one band that sounds like Ignite. <laughs> yeah, for sure. So it's like, it, it, it's one of those things where it's like, at, at some point, uh, I will have reached my limit with this this type of stuff in, in the sense that something will have to be unbelievably stand out head and shoulders above their peers for me to actually purchase it. Yep. I'm going to get to that point fairly soon, I would imagine. That, that's where I'm at. I don't feel compelled to buy this stuff anymore. Right. I did early on. Yeah. I snapped it all up. Right? For sure. Yeah. I, this is really fucking good. 
I fucking love it. I would love to see this live. I yeah. go off, but I don't feel compelled to buy this anymore. Yeah, for sure. I'm I'm not quite there yet, but I can feel myself approaching that point. This will be one of those things where I think a lot of these releases in 10 years when I find them in in discount bins, you know what I mean? I'll pick them up and go, oh, yeah, I never got that Fatal Wound 7-inch or tape or whatever. And I'll pick it up in posterity and mm -hmm. go, oh, yeah, this was really fucking good. And I'll probably rediscover a lot of this stuff that when I hear it now, I immediately go, yeah, this is great. This is right, in, right up my alley. But, like, sometimes, honestly, the only thing differentiating these bands to me is are just the bands that I purchased and, like, purchased early on, right? And, like, have a physical format of to revisit frequently and the ones that that just sort of exist in the ephemeral space of my subconscious sure. that I won't remember hearing until my memory is jogged but we'll go oh yeah that's fucking great I right. just you know yeah exactly so, exactly so yeah this is good another uh, throw another band in the in the meat grinder of excellent hardcore that's coming just, out just uh, another fucking boring excellent hardcore release <laughs> yeah for sure we're yo I will say again, as somebody who's who's lived through uh, a, a several waves of, of shit right at this point that were less than stellar, we're uh, we're in an incredibly privileged and lucky position to have so much great, sick ass hardcore punk coming out that we can just throw it in the trash. It's like, yeah, exactly. Like we're going through a heap of a dragon's hoard, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, sure, like, right. oh, well that diamond's only a hundred carats. Yeah. Throw it away. Throw it away. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. So it's a good problem to have. Right? You know? Yeah. Um, so let's roll the dice. See what's up next. Three. Okay. Three is uh Hal Bauer. Um, you know, I'm, I'm getting as close as I can pronounce to, uh, as close as I can to pronouncing that correctly based on, uh, uh, the phonetic pronunciation. Yeah, I, I have no. That's how I uh, Hallbauer yeah. is how I pronounced it to yeah. myself the other day. So this is uh, Mortal Ones Scream and Horror. You can find this at CaligariRecords.BandCamp.com. Again, another glowing endorsement in and of itself. Caligari puts out great stuff. Um, I believe that the song that Jay suggested is track five. Um, so we're going to listen to Caverns of the Deceased by Hallbauer off of Mortal Ones Scream and Horror.
All right, we just heard Caverns of the Se- Caverns of the Deceased by Hal Bauer off of Mortal Ones, Scream and Horror. So you said you had already heard this stuff a couple days ago? Yeah. This is good. I like this a lot. It's very raw. It's very simple. I also like that the description uh, describes the people involved in this band as, quote, frighteningly young. Right. I'm not sure exactly what that's trying to evoke. But. Terrifying. It's it's it they're 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 barely postnatal. Right. <laughs> right. That and would so be frightening. It is young, alarming yes. to see babies doing this. <laughs> yeah. It would be, wouldn't it? So yeah. that that's what I must uh, imagine they're describing when right. they say that this band is frightening. Right. Like young. like they, they they play the instruments in a very unorthodox fashion because <laughs> they have little tiny hands. Right. And they can't really reach everything. They kind of roll around I was on the instruments. Say, or I was going to say, are they suspended like marionettes so they can slide back yeah, and forth they, on the yeah, fretboard? They just kind of roll around yeah. on the instruments, you know. Yeah. And somehow that sound comes out of them. It's terrifying. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> that is frighteningly young. Um, uh, the last, the last uh, line of the write-up of this, the, the write-up for this is uh, like a long-lost demo from the formative years, which I think is a, well, a pretty see, apt way to sum this up. So you know. OSDM gets thrown around a bit. Sure, yes. Right? Yeah. Um, and last week we had, what was it last week that was claimed to be DM? I was like, man, this is death metal only in like the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget the name of the band off the top of my head right now, but yeah, I right. recall that, yeah. Right. Um, death metal gets thrown around quite a bit. Sure. And OSDM gets thrown around quite a bit. Yes. But that this is perfectly executed OSDM. Yes. This sounds like a fucking demo from like 89. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, this sounds like death metal in its infancy for sure. Yeah. Uh, like the members of this band are, are <laughs> infants. <laughs> infants, right? Infants. The, the strings actually abrade and erode their <laughs> skin, right? And they're dripping blood by the end of the uh, end of the yeah. session. Yeah, it's frightening. You know, you <laughs> yeah. wonder if child protective services or some sort of, you know, social service is going to come down on you as a parent when your kid's doing this. But how are you supposed to stop them? Sure. And in Norway, you know, I <laughs> the mean, little fucker, the little fucker in his crib never stops howling that god awful, <laughs> horrible like moan. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's yeah. terrifying. <laughs> Yeah, so this was really, really good raw death metal stuff. Again, if you like death metal, you probably like this. This is very excellent. Yeah, if, if you like death metal that isn't, uh, like, again, that biz- of that bizarro masturbatory ilk. Sure. If you like, de- if you like death metal mm-hmm. that is not for, like, that you're not going to see people doing drum covers of <laughs> Right. On yeah, YouTube. yeah, yeah, for sure. Right? Yes, yeah. You know what I mean? Where, where you're not going to get the tech nerds and the drum nerds, like, right. trying to do dump, you know, drum cover of, of mortal, drum cover of uh, Caverns of the Deceased by Halbar. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? For sure, yeah. And, you know. I, I would say there's there's no greater testament to to the total inefficacy of, of our chosen sort of subgenre tags than the fact that if somebody tells me they like death metal, I have to I ask have them. I have no idea. I have to ask them what the fuck they mean by that. <laughs> <Right. You know? Exactly. laughs> Before I can even begin like, to commiserate. Yeah, like, you know? what, do you, what do you mean? Like, give me a band. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah, for sure. I've never heard of that band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. You know, and then I look it up on YouTube and there's like 30 jazz dudes doing drum covers. I'm like, nah, fuck. fuck yeah, 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 for sure. If I see some like buff, handsome guy and some skinny jeans and yeah. some Yeezys doing a cover. The, like, those are so fucking bizarre. Even more bizarre are the vocal covers. I don't oh, I dude. don't give a shit if you're capable of doing that. Vocal covers are a truly insane phenomenon. Like, the drum covers are weird, but like, you know, hey, you know who else can do that? The dude in the band. <laughs> yeah, right? for sure. Right. But at least that's cool. You're doing that. But the vocal covers, it's like, dude, you're not even in the fucking band. Who gives a shit? Right. Why are you doing this? Right. Who is this for? What's it proving? I What's know. it demonstrating? <laughs> what, what is wrong with your fucking vain mind? Yeah, I... I uh, 
years and years ago, our friend Dusty, um, when I worked uh, managing the tattoo shop that, that he owns, he discovered uh, an incredible synthesis when he, uh, when he determined that if you put the worst possible, the audio of the worst possible vocal covers of like stained and like trapped and stuff that you could find on YouTube over hardcore pornography, it created this like beautiful blending of two two worlds that was like a, a visual and audio cacophony that you could just get sucked into i see i, I was hoping you're going to say put the cover vocal track over the original recording we tried to do that sometimes for sure and uh and it was good sometimes we would do like especially if we had guest tattooers there we had like a uh the like you uh, it was a, a site i'm sure it still exists in some permutation where you could play you two youtube videos at the same time and you could use it like a fader oh yeah, yeah and yeah. so you we would like fade into the vocal cover and so like guest tattooers tattooers would be like what the fuck is this like we'd play metallica <laughs> and then we would fade yeah. it into like the metallica I've, vocal I've, I've, cover. I've been there when that was happening yeah yeah for sure it was a good move so yeah this was really really good stuff uh got nothing bad to say about this no no thorns on this one only rose I, I would here's my thorn okay i would love to pick this up but it's on compact disc and i have no way of playing compact discs yeah. and i'm not about to purchase one just because there's a run on fucking vinyl pressing plants yeah for sure i'll just i'll just be patient right, right. um i'll let's... wait till adele and fucking taylor swift die <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. Well, apparently, I have a lot longer to wait for Adele than I thought. Yeah, <laughs> she's she's a spring chicken, man. Jesus. Um, all right, let's uh, let's see what's up next. Five. Okay, five is Run into the Sun. This is uh, this is the release that uh, Colton said is a is a listener only release that he doesn't expect that we'll like. So you can find this at runintothesun.bandcamp.com. This is uh, their demo. He he said something about uh, emo when uh, in the email. Yo. Uh, I'm gonna say something about emo. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the the artwork that we're that we're well, the at. artwork, whatever. I mean, that could just as easily be some like you know hardcore artwork. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that I ain't, no, I ain't gonna I ain't gonna shit on anybody's heartfelt uh, you know emoting on the internet or anything like that. Too, but like you know, you're not you're not gonna shit on that. No, <laughs> no, I'm not. Okay, right, <laughs> all right, fair enough. It's it's uh. The only, here's my here's my um, here's my way of not shitting on it. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I wish I have said it before. Yeah. I wish I felt anything anymore. Right. That would compel me to put something to put something like that out front. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For the world to see. Yeah. Yeah. I, no I, I congratulate them on their uh, on their honesty. Yeah. Uh-huh. And their uh, forthrightness. For sure. For sure. There you go. So uh, they've got the first song queued up to play. Let's uh, let's just go with that. So we're gonna listen to 400 South by Run Into the Sun off of their demo. I'm still here, still standing, but I can't say I feel strong. Still hurt, still healing, still screaming these sad songs as I walk these streets with all the ghosts of the friends we've laid to rest. Through Salt Lake snow, I raise two middle fingers in the face of death. I'm still here, still standing, but I can't say I feel strong. Still hurt, still healing, still screaming these sad songs. As I walk these streets with all the ghosts of the friends we've laid to rest. Through Salt Lake snow, I raise two
All right. <clears throat> Just gathering myself. Thinking about what you're going to say. Yeah. So we, okay, let's just jump into it. So uh, we we just heard the song 400 South by the band Run Into the Sun off of their demo 2021. This came out, uh, looks like, in November of last year. So let me get, let me give them their roses first, right? For For a demo, this is a very complete idea, right? This, uh... This is not a rough draft. It does not appear. Uh, and production-wise, even though it's not to my taste, it's certainly more polished than you might hear on a typical demo. Sure. It was more than I expected, especially just given the outward-facing artwork and For sure. so forth. Right. And I guess what I'll say about this, first and foremost, is that on occasion, we get music on this show that I'm not sure that in actuality, if you or I are actually qualified to speak to its quality. No. Because it's so far beyond the pale in terms of like what I consider even adjacent to my interests. I guess you could say, because I assume these kids are young. They certainly seem that way. They you don't write songs like this as an adult. You certainly, I would certainly fucking hope not, right? So assuming these kids are probably young, I don't know what they're even drawing from. Like, to my ear, and this might just be old man syndrome, right? Like, pulling reference points from things that are familiar to me. This seems like the the um, the logical sort of end result of, like, post-modern life is war, hard on your sleeve, oh, yeah. melodic, pensive, sure. plotting, melodic, I, hardcore sure. stuff. You know sure. what I mean? But I, I, I couldn't tell you if these kids even know who that band is. No, I don't care. Right. right but sure. for me, I there's probably almost as many tears shed at this show mm -hmm. as there are at a Bane show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Right. Yeah. 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 For sure. Um, yeah. I don't know, man. This. Fine. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> You know, here's the thing. A lot of times I don't mind going in on it. It's been a while since I've really gotten it. Sure, yeah. And I think I, I think I said to you before, like, I, I, I'm, I don't want, I don't want to, like, a, attack somebody for, like, their, like, you know, heartfelt shit. Sure, yeah. Singing about people that have died. Right, sure, of right? course. Right. I've had people that died. Yeah, it's a bummer. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> right? They're dead. <laughs> yeah, sure. They were alive. We had some laughs. They're uh -huh. dead. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? When I die, uh -huh. same thing. Yeah. Take me up in a helicopter. <laughs> Throw me out over the fucking ocean or the desert. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, sure. And that's the last of it, right? Right. There you go. Yeah. See ya. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with it. Okay, yeah. I'm sure. here, and then I'm dead. Right, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um. I'm sure... 
that there are a core group of people mm-hmm. for whom this is extremely important in Salt Lake City. No doubt. No doubt. Right? Yeah. The, the, the head nods like through Salt Lake snow and so forth. Sure. For, are, in my mind, as, as, I, as I think about this, are going to forever cement this as like a regional heartfelt phenomena for a moment or two. Sure. But that's it. No doubt. Yeah, for sure. This this stuff withers on the vine very quickly. Yeah, and um, you know the uh, maudlin poetry. The uh, we said we weren't going to use maudlin anymore. Right. It's been a it's been a grip since right. we've used that one. Yeah. The uh, what 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 words should we use? Instead? Forlorn. The forlorn. Right. Yeah. The the forlorn poetry of it all. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. It's too personal for me, man. Yeah, for sure. Too too fucking personal for me. I I I, re- I relate to. Uh, I relate to the need for personal catharsis, you know, and if this does it for you, then Godspeed, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah. If this, if, if, if writing this song got you through it, Godspeed. I yeah. can't be mad at you, right? But yeah. this does nothing for me. It is, at this point in my life, a profoundly foreign phenomenon. Right. And to the people in this band, the good news is there's no way that you can sustain this level of emotional intensity for long. So you're either going to fucking jump off a cliff or you're going to mellow out and have a better time and, in life. And, and for the folks in this band, mm-hmm. the good news is that odds are yeah, you're young with a whole life of like adventure and discovery, especially in the next like decade for you. Sure. And you're not me. Right. I'm old <laughs> yeah. and almost dead. Right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. right? So there's a, there's a lot to look forward right. to. You know, right. sorry about your buddies, but it's, it's, everything's, everything's coming up, run into the sun, right? If, everything's coming up Millhouse. If somebody wrote a song about me like this when I died, yeah, I'd be spinning in my fucking coffin fast enough to power a small city. Well, you know, save any sort of like extenuating circumstances, you're probably going to go before me because yeah. you got some, you got over a decade on me. I am going to pan the most heartfelt melodic hardcore anthem to you when you die. Just hook me up to the power <laughs> grid, man. Make sure my coffin's lined in copper and just set me spinning. Yeah, I'm going to... Actually, my bones are going to be scattered halfway across the Pacific. Right. You know? uh, from the helicopter drop? From the helicopter. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. So, right. Um, so, all right, cool. Thanks thanks to Colton for sending that in. I, I actually, I, I doubt that there's almost anybody in our listenership who, who that will resonate with, but I appreciate your faith. Um, and, uh, you know, like I said, we, we don't just want to hear stuff that's for us on this show. So let's, uh, let's roll the dice, do one more band before we, uh, listen to some messages. Two. All right. Two is a pharmacist. This is, uh, this is one I was going to check out on my own regardless. Uh, the release is feeling young, which is a split with the band fluids who we had on the show and, uh, didn't love too much, but I've had a a few people say that I should revisit them and and spend some more time with them because they're, they're pretty good. So, um, you can find this at pharmacistgore.bandcamp.com. Um, it looks like they have, uh, the uh, first song queued up to play, but it is six minutes and 14 seconds long, but you know what? That's the average runtime on this. Um, the other tracks, there's like a five, five sixteen and a five twenty three, and what looks to be, I can only assume an interlude at a minute long. So yeah. let's just jump, uh, let's just jump into the, the front of the tape where they want us to. So we're going to listen to essential cultivation by pharmacist off of feeling young.
All right, we just heard the song Essential Cultivation by the band Pharmacist off of their split with Fluids, Feeling Young. So, yo, a Carcass is a band that is, I may have said this on the show before, oft name-checked and very rarely emulated, especially not to this degree of accuracy. Wait, this is this is reminiscent reminiscent of, like, the county medical uh, examiners? I was going to say that, too. I, and I think county medical examiners are, are maybe trying to channel a, a different era of Carcass on some of their stuff. I think they're definitely going for symphonies. Yeah. And and this this is more, like, not quite hard work, but probably, like... You know, at the very least, it's it's post gore grind carcass. I, I was gonna say that that this reminded this for me. If you're thinking about carcasses, you know, '90s releases, mm -hmm. this falls somewhere between symphonies and um, um, necroticism. Necroticism, yeah, for sure, solidly. Yeah, I think this was super. I like this a lot. Yeah, this was when great. this started out at six minutes. I'm like. What the fuck are they going to do for six minutes? For sure. And they didn't lose me. Nope, they and, didn't lose me either. And I'm going to tell you, they are unabashedly. I mean, at, at some points, he's even trying to sound like Jeff Walker. To a T, Unabashedly yes. trying to play Carcass songs. Yeah, And 100%. they pull it off. Yeah. And the thing that I liked about it was they don't pull it off in, like, picture-perfect carbon copy like sure. the solos are different, you know right. what I mean? Like yeah. those those aren't those aren't fucking Bill Steer solos, sure. you know. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't pull it off in like carbon copy fashion to the point where I'm like, so what is the difference between this and me just popping on? Sure, you know, necroticism, right? Right. This is fucking good. Yeah, you know, I I wish that Carcass would have hung out in like as much as I like, you know, you know, fucking heart work and as much as even like like Surgical Steel. Yeah, I haven't listened good. to the new record and stuff, but like. As much my favorite era is symphonies and necroticism, mm -hmm. and I wish that they just hung out there for like at least another release or so. Yeah, I know. I feel the same way because I fucking love hard work a lot, a lot, a lot. But uh, but yeah, it would have been it would have been pretty cool to get just like another straight up like a, a record straight up in the style of necroticism before they moved on to the more overtly like melodeath stuff that they were doing on on hard work. For yeah, sure. yeah. So this was super solid. This was a good call because I'm going to tell you that just on the face of it, mm -hmm. as much as I like Carcass. Usually, when I see album art that is a collage of horrific things, I was going to say the same thing. I, right. I immediately am thinking, "Well, this is this is low effort fucking burble girl grind," and and, and the, I have zero interest in it. And like I said, we heard fluids on the show, and that was kind of our take on it. Was it? It felt kind of low effort, like it was. It was a cut above, like you know, two man basement level grind right. stuff. Like the production quality was better. There was clearly more effort in the songwriting, but fundamentally both of us were, were generally unimpressed with it. Like we didn't get the hype, I guess it was like, yeah, this is good for gore grind, but like it's whatever, you know what I mean? So exactly. I was going to say precisely the same thing is like seeing a cover like this. Typically I would just keep it pushing. Cause I'm like, oh, okay, I know exactly what I'm in for here. Right. You know what I mean? But um, also as I've pointed out on the show before to, uh, so interesting how uh, uh, decades of being into metal and shit just fully desensitizes you to these images that put in front of any normal, well-adjusted person well, would find truly horrific. Also, also because I immediately know where those images come from. Right, like the crocodile. The crocodile. Yeah, like yeah, as yeah, soon yeah. as I look at, it, I'm like, oh, those are that's images of crocodile addicts sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. in the final stages of their life. Right. So. <laughs> Like you know, the 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 classic crocodile. There's a, there's a there's a um, um, 
young woman here, mm-hmm. dressed scantily clad. I wonder what country she's from. I wonder which. I wonder which. Wonder which Eastern, Eastern Bloc nation. <laughs> I wonder which Eastern Bloc nation. Yeah, somewhere between, we'll say, Europe and China. She could be from. Yeah, for sure. Also, like, uh, I guess the. So this is almost a solo project um, because the the. The, the individual who goes by the name of pharmacist on this release, um, it, guitars, bass, vocals, right? I think mm-hmm. I think that is just the moniker of one individual, and then therapeutist is the drummer. Right. He is actually a Ukrainian dude who is uh, he's a Ukrainian expatriate or whatever, you know, um, who moved to Japan at some point and is now based there. But it's so it's not a Japanese dude; it's actually a Ukrainian. Dude. I hope he got off the crocodile, man. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But like as soon as I saw, I was like, oh yeah, I've seen that picture that that. That woman with her eroded leg, yeah, in her and she's in her underwear and she, uh, it's god awful. And then so immediately then I Google crocodile, yeah, and I can't help but revisit, uh, you know, some other classic imagery of, sure. you know, ulcerated forearms with the bones exposed, right? And, which uh, which we also which is also featured on the cover of this record, right? And uh, you know, people with their faces falling off because yeah, for sure. uh, their lives are so goddamn horrible and full of despair. That uh, and they can't even afford the the the, uh, the drugs they need to help them make it through. So they make the drugs. They, you don't get the drugs you want. Right. You get the drugs you need. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's true. I think the grimmest image on this is actually the the two uh, what are presumably parents. Uh, dead from an overdose in the car with their child in the backseat. Yeah, that's probably the grimmest image on here, and not the uh, the rotten fucking purulence that uh, is on full display. Yeah, I think that's. I think I, I've seen that. I think that's maybe fentanyl. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, that that's a more sense. recent image. Uh-huh, yeah. um, as a, as a connoisseur of pictures of the horrors of drug addiction, <laughs> sure, yeah, I recognize a fentanyl overdose when I see one. Of course, from uh, an article on you know BBC or something. Right. Yeah. Um, so yeah, and then I looked up. I, I couldn't help it while the song was playing. Sure. Look up Crocodile. Found a little um, uh, letter to the editor for the American Journal of Medicine. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't think of the date on this right now, but uh, 2014. Okay. The, it's a very short one page. You know, it's 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 got uh, just a several paragraphs here, and it's mm-hmm. a very short letter to the other for Jama, and the text of the letter reads like the lyrics for this song. <laughs> yeah, like I, you could just you could just put it. In. I'm just going to read you some part of it here. Okay, sure. Okay. Uh, let's see. He initially noticed blisters at the skin popping sites, which rapidly turned black along with painful swelling of the legs. Within one month, the black necrotic area peeled off, leaving behind a painful necrotic ulcer. Two months before his admission, he noticed rapidly progressing swelling of the left middle finger with blisters, which later turned black and auto-amputated. Um, its regular use results in severe damage to vasculature, muscula- muscula- musculature, and bones, and in multi-organ failure with a mean survival time of two years since the first use. Holy shit. I yeah. didn't realize it Use was that of this low. novel flesh-eating drug has been spreading rapidly across Europe because of the low cost and the highly addictive potential. Sure. With a significant number of prescription opiate drug abusers in the United States, Crocodile can find fertile breeding ground here. Yeah, that, that you could just straight up just drop that letter over this music. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, cool drug. Cool world we've got. Cool, cool, wonderful world. Wonder, <laughs> the wonderful world poor people have to live in. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right? Yeah, everything's, uh, everything's really just shaking out yeah. just right. <laughs> Boy, I tell you what, if there's ever, if there's ever been a, a subset of humanity that uh, really, really had it easy, it's poor people. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. 
it's cool that we it's cool that in an industrialized nations there are whole swaths of the country that are basically in the same state as the the global south yeah. <laughs> that's pretty yeah. cool making making macgyvering heroin substitutes out of codeine gasoline hydrochloric acid and matchsticks for sure yeah that's that that's certainly not end of an empire shit yeah. <laughs> um all right cool so uh let's uh let's listen to some voicemails before we call it a night all right Yo, this is Sam. Uh, I submitted the sewer hermit shit. Sorry about that, guys. I did not fucking know. Uh, it, it it was hilarious. I, I'm listening to the podcast at work, and you guys started the episode off with the with the announcement. <laughs> I fucking lost my shit. Had to uh, tell my coworkers why I was laughing at your podcast, and fucking had to explain that all to all of them. I am not, in fact, a Japanese Japanese nationalist. So they got a kick out of that. Um, shout out to Mail Tub Shitter. I also used to work at the post office and had many close calls, but uh, I I never actually shit myself because I'm not a fucking idiot. Besides the Japanese thing, I did uh, piss in a bottle one time and uh, squeezed it too hard, dropped the fucking bottle, and like the entire thing went everywhere in the back of my truck, got all over the packages. So I don't know. I'm I'm just a general piece of shit, I guess. So yeah, sorry about Super Hermit. I won't send in any more racist shit, probably. All right, peace. Yeah, don't be don't be sad. Yeah, don't be sad. It was it was really good, and and I it it actually opened me up to not over, only uh, reek of the uns and gas fumes, but also grizzly fetish, who is yeah, also in that exactly. general collective. And, and now is also very good. Now I know to never listen to those bands because they're bad. <laughs> That's right. Now right. I know now, exactly now what to I steer know, clear of. Now I know that I should not listen to Grizzly Fetish That's or right. Reek of the Oons and Gas Fumes because they're very bad people. <laughs> That's right. They have bad ideas, so I will not listen to them. Correct. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um, yeah, I'm much more horrified by the fact that you at some point got piss all over a bunch of people's packages, and presumably they still had to be delivered to their homes. Yeah. Makes me wonder what sort of, uh, you know, errant fluids land on the packages. Start that packing your shirts in plastic bags, man. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I. Yeah, that's the other thing. I ship out literally thousands of thousands of pieces of clothing over the course of a year, so I'm hoping that they're not covered in piss and shit. You should, you should proudly put on your packages piss-proof <laughs> yeah, I should. <laughs> That'd be a nice little calling card, you know. His I mean? proof packaging. Yeah, for sure. I might start doing that. All right, let's uh let's hear the next one. Hey, what's up? Um so I think it was you guys were talking about um like newer hardcore bands uh claiming Krishna consciousness or fucking whatever. Um and that made me like I saw the same article on Noeco about one of the bands and it looked at the the kids and the bands, and I don't, I can't tell because of the way that the photos taken. They they might not be like, um, you know, like white North American descending people, like. So I'm thinking like maybe that they were raised in Krishna and found hardcore, which I think would be pretty. Like I think that's a pretty dope, pretty dope uh, way to get into hardcore, but. If they are, um, you know, if they got into Krishna through hardcore, like they heard 90s hardcore bands preaching fucking Krishna lyrics and decided to join a fucking cult, they're smoking dicks. That's lame as fuck. So I I got I got bad news for, for you on on this front. 
there there's actually there's no happy ending because the 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 first the former uh, scenario that you proposed is is not a real one because Krishna consciousness is is a fully Western invention. It was invented by uh, a man who immigrated here uh, from like you know the 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 Southeast Asia, maybe India, somewhere in that area. I can't remember the exact details of this dude's life, um, but it has been predominantly it, not predominantly. It is basically exclusively a, a Western invention. It was invented in New York, like. 60 years ago or something like that. So uh, this is not a situation where there can be like some uh, long-standing cultural tradition um, where you're raised in Krishna consciousness because it's part of like the, the um, like the ethnic tradition of your people or anything. It's just fully a, an American cult. Yeah. So, well, either way. Yeah. If it's a bunch of born and bre- born and bred raised white kids getting into hardcore and singing about Christians. Right. Yeah. Sure. Christianity. Yeah. I'm gonna scoff haughtily at it. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Right. right why? Yeah. Why would I treat anyone else any differently? Yeah. No doubt. No right. doubt. Your right. f- your feeble belief in magic. <laughs> right. Yeah. For sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I. That, yeah. That's the. That's the other thing too. I was gonna say is like even even if in this fantasy scenario this was some sort of uh, passed down cultural tradition, I would still think it stupid yes, it doesn't matter it doesn't matter however you arrived there i think it's dumb but the, the entirety of uh, the entirety mm. i think i said this when we talked about it but the entirety of my knowledge about krishna yeah because i'm really not interested sure comes from 90s hardcore yeah sure and then um the willer sketch from kentucky fried movie Oh yeah, okay, yeah, 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 right? for sure, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah. That's the entirety of yeah. my knowledge of Krishna. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I guess yeah. The, the furthest I've dug into Krishna is probably like the, a Wikipedia article and maybe some posts by uh, by Rob Fish from 108. That's about it. Not not even looked. It's 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 like it's not even. It's I've not even decided to get into it that far. Like you know, yeah. because uh, ultimately, sure, it's fake. No doubt. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, that's no what, that's what, dry, it, it, it's like bonkers to me, right? Yeah. All of them, right? Sure. Yeah. They're insane. Satanic Bible. Sure. Pretty fucking solid advice for most of it. Sure. And then the, the, the back half of it, like the last third, is the Enochian Keys. Right. It's fake. <laughs> Fully made up, right? It's fake. It's all made up. It, it, I won't go on a tangent about this, but I will just stay state for the record because I don't say it enough because, you know, I'm not trying to be Ricky Gervais atheist guy, especially the age of almost 32 now. But like it is confounding to me that any thinking adult who functions in everyday life can look <laughs> at a holy text of any sort and not immediately suss out that it is manufactured from whole cloth by ancient morons yes you know what i'm saying (laughs) like it it i'm not trying to be a dick it just it genuinely blows my mind uh my favorite is it's like well yeah but that one's fake but this one's (laughs) that one's fake right but but this this is the one this is the real shit i i i I don't know i notice it i notice it almost daily like when zavin and i are driving around because most of our job is driving we see church signs and stuff she she come she comments on it more than i do she's just like that's crazy. Yes. That's crazy. Is it is. I'm like, yeah, I know. You I just know. take it for granted that it's not insane, but in fact, it is. You know what? You know what's even crazier and keep you up late at night? Mm. Almost everybody fucking believes it around you. I know, dude. 
know. It's really fucking weird. <laughs> yeah, it's really right? weird. Yeah. Right. It makes me wonder that, like, you know, what do they sit there like starry eyed and go, oh, when they see like a magic trick on TV? For sure. And and I would, <laughs> my thing is, well, see, the, 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 the mental discord that must be taking place in precisely a situation like that is actually what trips me up, which is because they're not looking at a magic trick and going, oh, they're going, oh, clearly that's fake, right? Which actually in, in all actuality is generally most magic tricks I've seen are, I would say, they're, they're realer than the Bible. exponentially more, more convincing than anything contained in any holy text. <laughs> you know, know what I mean? I David know. Blaine is a thousand times more impressive and convincing than the Bible. Right, they should you know? be dropping to their knees in supplication to him. Yeah, for sure. And I, I just, I guess, you know, like I said, I try not to dwell on it too much or talk about it too much, but it does, I do still harbor some resentment for it because I feel like I'm being gaslit by my peers about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I really feel like I'm being like fully gaslit by the world about what is so clearly detectable as bullshit, but so it goes, you know. I wish I could collapse this planet in on itself and eradicate <laughs> them all. Yeah, for sure. All right, let's uh, let's hear the next one. Hey, y'all, sunbagging sons of bitches. This is John Marston. Now, I was wondering if one of you goat ropers has been checking up any good cartoons lately. All right. Good day, gentlemen. <laughs> uh, that's a good. Uh, that's a good collision of various pieces of demo listen lore. Both uh, your affinity for Red Dead Redemption Two and the fact that I have gone on record as saying I do still find cartoons attractive. So. <laughs> <laughs> I can't add anything more to that. Yeah, yeah. that's a good call from Joe. So, well, right. you know what? Back in John Marson's day, yeah, that's all they had to jack off to was cartoons and memories. Well, we've talked we've talked about it before, man. At at one point, I mean, pornography would have had to be just drawing a pair of tits and cranking one off. <laughs> you know, man. you know that happened in the old west. Absolutely, yeah, right? no doubt. No Some doubt. old fucking mountain man hunting grizz up in the mountains. Sure, builds a fucking snow pair of snow tits. <laughs> Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I, I can't imagine the things that uh, that frontiersmen were fucking in the woods. Can you imagine the depravity that they got down to? I can't. I can't, dude. Just alone with their thoughts in the woods with no one to judge them? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> Good Lord. <laughs> yeah, dude. The orifices that pine cones penetrated. Carcasses everywhere from today's catch. Sure. Right? Yeah, man. That rabbit's still warm. Still warm. Just close your eyes. <laughs> all right, let's see the last last message. We all know that the bodega is a wonderful thing, and even though they you know kind of hike their prices up, uh, you pay for their hours and then how to get in your fucking neighborhood. That said, sometimes when it's a little later and uh, I've ran out of juice juice, I've got to go and get you know my vape and then maybe some Powerade, some fucking ice cream, and I got to get Delta Eight. You know, because uh, Delta 8's not straight edge. I don't give a fuck what any of you say. I heard about this shit. Not straight edge. It's got THC. You drink fucking O'Doul's? No, because you look stupid. Anyways, I fucking laugh. I chuckle to myself when I find out that my total is 69.69. I'm a fucking child. But you know what? I'm not in denial that Delta 8 is straight edge. So, fuck off. 
uh, I don't think anybody would assert in seriousness that Delta Eight is uh, is is straight edge. It is it is literally just uh, is just weed that manages to skirt around legality because it's a, a small variation and then like a molecular variation. I, I would posit that there are actually probably very few things you could buy at your local convenience store and consume food, mm -hmm. beverage, stuff behind the counter that is actually straight. Edge. <laughs> yeah, for sure. When you, when you get down to brass tacks. Yeah, 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 for sure. That's probably a, that's probably a pretty, <laughs> pretty safe assertion for sure. So, um, let's, uh, yeah, Tim, don't, don't take what things, don't take the things that people say so seriously. They're usually, they're usually joking. So, um, so let's read the text. So we got one from, uh, from Will from, uh, Milwaukee. This is Will. I was inspired by this last episode to pen some original lyrics for you directly from my heart. They read, was it something I said or something I did? Did the words not come out right? Though I tried not to hurt you though I tried, but I guess that's what they say. Every rose has its thorn, just like every night has its dawn, just like every cowboy sings a sad, sad song. Every rose has its thorn. Yeah, it does. Sure does. Thank you, Will. That's, you know what? That's good stuff. I could it's see that. Good. I could I could see that making a lot of money. <laughs> I could for see somebody. that making a lot of money for someone. Exactly. Uh, here we got one. Yo, my name is Gray. Also, my name. Uh, I play guitar, guitar and torsion from Tennessee. Just wanted to say we really appreciate y'all's interest in and thoughts on our demo. Glad someone caught the Death Spell Omega influence. Gonna be listening to y'all's show a lot. There you go. There you go. Thanks, Gray. Yeah. Um, yeah. We. Uh, I'm glad that you uh, you took our constructive and likely deeply misguided criticism in in stride and uh, didn't get mad about it. Glad to be conversing with a fellow adult. Yeah. Um, here I got one. Once while on tour in Corpus Christi, the venue bathroom was so <laughs> sketchy, I opted to go in our trailer and take a shit into a cracker box. I like that there's a cracker box, but no bag. Yeah, for sure. Or anything. Yeah, like a saltine cracker box. Right. Or like, you know, oh, okay. And then the next one we got, I think it's made its rounds on the internet at this point. It's a... Uh, it's a YouTube video that's gotten 18 million views at this point. It's entitled simply Horse Kicks Tree, oh, Farts on Dogs, yeah, yeah. and Runs Away. I watched this. I'm probably responsible for at least 100 of those views yeah, this past Yeah, for sure. Week. Yeah, I watched it probably five times. Yeah, those, those horse weekend. farts sound fake. Yeah, for sure. Um, so this is uh, this is one from Joe. Maybe you'll enjoy this music video of Gary Glitter. He redoes his vocal parts on one of his best songs, like some sort of really wealthy pill addicted queen. Okay, yeah, I want to hear that. I'll splice that into the episode. Yeah. So this is a this is a re-recording of the vocal track on Hello Hello I'm Back Again. And this is a this is a banger. An absolute banger. Yeah, for sure. Definitely one of his best songs. This is uh, shortly before the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> yes, it is. Yes, it is. He ruined it. Yeah, he did. It's a bummer. <laughs> I think I've had enough of that. Yeah. 
Yeah, because now I want to hear the original version. Yeah, now I just want to hear the actual song. Yeah, and, and I wish I could have seen Gary Glitter live before, um, you know. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, he, you know, before anybody knew. Yeah, yeah. At at this point, I guess he was he was so embroiled in his, um, shall we say, his other interests. <laughs> maybe he did that because he was calling in for prison on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, the the original version of that song really really good. That is, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess yo, when you're that deep, because because there there are there are people with with aberrant mental conditions. And then there are people who like really lean into it as like this is who I am, mm-hmm. which is what Gary Glitter does did. Um, and I gotta assume if you're like really leaning into being a pedophile, it's you know it's not a thing you're fighting an urge you're fighting against something you know is an aberration and abhorrent, but something where you're like yeah I'm fucking kids. There's probably other shit going on with you too, so it kind of makes sense yeah. that by the time he's this far along in his career and his life. He's doing weird uh, half-assed renditions of his old songs. You, w- you wonder which came first, right? Yeah, 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 for sure, right. Yeah, you, you never know. Maybe he had a tumor, really right. bad tumor. Right. You know, like the guy that uh, climbed up in that clock tower and shot all those people. That's right. He had a really bad tumor. Yeah. It's wild to think about that, yeah. Yeah, yeah the, the clock tower shooter. Did you know about that? I didn't know he had a tumor. Yeah, he had like a... He had a he had like a, a horrible tumor, tumor growing in his brain that uh, retro retroactively, retroactively, like when they did autopsies and stuff, they determined was probably pressing on a certain part of his brain that was literally driving in, him insane and increasing his aggression and shit and, and probably was the sole cause of him climbing up in the tower and killing all Was it like some sort of conduit to the astral plane? Could be. That's how I... <laughs> where, where nameless voices from beyond were like, hey, buddy, get up in the tower. <laughs> get up in the tower, buddy. <laughs> Could be. That's certainly... A, that's certainly a cooler way to interpret it. Hey, get them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it could be. That could have, that could have happened. Um, so uh, we'll uh, we'll call it there for the evening. We'll, <laughs> we'll call it there and end on some Gary Glitter content. Just keep the <laughs> keep the bit running. Um, if you want to submit music, it's demo listen podcast at gmail.com. Just make sure it's a year or less old. Please be patient too, because we're a, we're a long way behind. I think. I think pretty soon here we're gonna need to do we're gonna need to do a hell week. Yeah, I was thinking I was thinking that last week when you mentioned that we're pretty far behind. We're way we're way behind. We're like pushing up on like three months behind on submissions and at we this need point. To get it done. So we gotta we got I think we're still in November submissions. So okay, we, we gotta get caught up. Yeah, we gotta do a hell week. So uh, look we gotta, forward we to gotta, that. We gotta clear out the the old year and get in with the new. Yeah, for sure. We need to we need to. So we'll we'll set aside a day soon, and we'll this will be good too because last time was remote. This time we can have snacks on deck. We can have a spread, mm-hmm. some charcuterie boards. And we can sit down and really fucking go in. And it's going to get stinky. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Yeah, for sure. I think this will be like a, it'll be a much, um, it, it'll be truer to the spirit of the exercise. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, um, and then if you want to call in, it's 260-222-8341. Just keep your message brief. You can also shoot us a text message if you prefer. Uh, Patreon.com slash demo listen podcast if you want to subscribe. And uh, beyond that, I got nothing else to say. We'll catch you on the next episode.